How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject. It's really hard to um, think about the fact that it's been 19 years since, um, you know, those those horrible individuals made the decision to terrorize uh, our nation um, and attempt to crash or not attempt they they successfully crashed four different aircraft three of which actually successfully hit their target and the fourth did not and and crashed in pennsylvania uh but you had the two that crashed into the world trade centers in new york city you had the one that happened in pentagon uh, or at the pentagon and then like i said the fourth one that um it didn't happen multiple lives were lost that day um uh, and the numbers like exceeding 5,000 people passed away. A lot of first responders have suffered um, after the fact in New York City, especially because they were exposed to a lot of toxic air and fumes. And uh, later on in life had contracted many different can- like uh, cancers and other ailments that are, ari- uh, arise from the fact of just how uh, they were exposed to all of this stuff during uh, their rescue attempts. Um, and it, it was just horrible to see just like the, I remember being a kid, and this isn't going to be about me, this podcast isn't going to be if, if far from it to be honest, but I do, just like most Americans that were around during that time period, do remember where I was. It's crazy that 19 years later, one of my memories that's still instilled in my my mind is is remembering exactly on that day. I was in seventh grade. I was uh, I was in middle school, and in my middle school, um, we had some cubicles. We didn't have too many cubicles, but we had a few cubicles, and they were in the back of the school, and they were for a few different classes. And I was on my way to um, my algebra class. I'll never forget. Um, and, uh, it was in between periods. The first attack happened right in between, um, two different periods and I'm on my way walking to my math class and I'll never forget my math teacher at the time who I'm, 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 I'll forget her name, but I I remember her face. I just, I can't remember her name. Uh, I remember her like rushing us kids like to class. She was saying, come, come quick to class. And I didn't know what the reason was. I mean, it was out of her demeanor. It wasn't like her to do that. She was very um, grounded of a teacher and not really expressive that way. Um, and actually, I enjoyed her. She was one of my favorite math like math teachers, and I cannot believe I'm not remembering her name at the moment. But I just remember going, uh, like being rushed up um, into class, and we we get in front. And I remember as we were about to like enter the classroom. That's when she said that, you know, a plane had crashed into the World Trade Center. I didn't know what that building was up until that point. Um, I just remember that she had a television on and the news was on and it was like headline news. First tower was hit and we were sitting in class. We're watching the news and I'm pretty sure all the other classes were also watching the news as well. And as we're watching the news, you know, that's when you see that the second plane crash into the tower. Um, you know, the, the first time, obviously when everyone was watching this, it, it seemed like it was an accident. It was, it was horrible what happened and 
no one really saw something like that happen on our soil. And then watching that second plane crash, it was like, this isn't a coincidence anymore. Even as a kid, a kid in, in seventh grade watching that, you know, I was 14 years old watching that. And even then as a teenager, I knew that this wasn't a coincidence. This is clearly something bad is happening. And like I'm looking at my teacher as well, and and she's the adult in the room, and I think all of us kids were looking as well. We were all just like, what's going on? Super afraid. Um, And you could just see the fear in my teacher's face, and and you could start to see the news start anchoring as like this is like an attack on America and what's going on. And and then you just see like all of this stuff that's all these events that are happening in, in real time. And uh, news reports of, like, bombs, news reports of, like, different things, uh, who the possible suspects are, what's going on, what's, you know, is there more planes that are, are planning on crashing? And I literally, um, within an hour of that period, I believe it was an hour, you know, that's when you hear about the plane that crashed into the Pentagon, and now you're diverting from New York to D.C., and... You know, shortly after that, then you hear about this other plane that crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. And at that point, like everyone's freaking out. No one knows, like, you know, being from Florida, uh, you know that there's a lot of high profile targets in Florida. There's, you know, Disney World. There's uh, this this, um, Kennedy Space Center. And there's other like high profile locations. And, uh, I remember someone in my, so right, like the first and the first and second tower got hit when I was in my math class. And then it was when we were going into my next class right after that was my English class. And I remember sitting in my English class and, and someone in my English class knew, had a family member that actually worked in the, in the World Trade Center and they were getting emotional. And then at that point, like everyone was starting to get emotional. I think even my teacher at the time was getting emotional and um, I, you know, I just felt emotional and everyone else felt emotional. I think just because of the, the wave of like what was going on and it, it was, it was wild just as, a, as a kid, you know, going and, and being exposed to something like that and feeling that level of emotion and level of uncertainty of what's going on and, and what does this mean? And as a kid, you know, thinking about that, it's just, it's, it's crazy to have to process stuff like that. And seeing like on on television these people that are stuck in a tower and make this horrible decision to 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 jump off the tower because they just they can't they don't want to die from the smoke inhalation it was just a dark time in american history and just watching it live it it was just it was so damaging to everyone and I'll, i'll never forget like that whole week that whole week everyone was emotional everyone was glued to the television not nothing we weren't learning any curriculum. There was no homework assignments. It was just like every class you went to was just glued to the news, a different news station and different events that were happening and more information was coming out and, you know, who the perpetrators were and, you know, how many survivors were there. and All this stuff was just being processed. And it was wild to see just how unified America became after that event and how at that point, no matter who you were, no matter what race, sex, whatever, if you considered yourself an American, it was like, 
we're all in this together. Like this is an attack on America. This is an attack on like our belief system and, and, and what makes us at our core who we are. And like we wanted to fight against a common foe at that point. All of us did. And our government targeted us towards um, the group and everyone 100% was gung-ho on, on, you know, eliminating Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda and, 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 you know, wiping them from the face of the planet. And at the time, George W. Bush, I'll never forget, you know, made a declaration of war against terrorism. You know, that was the declaration. It was like if your idea of, was to attack America, uh, even if you don't have a nation, we're coming after you. Like, that's that's America. And I remember growing up, and that was my first point in my life. And, and I, I loved history, and I loved American history up until that point. I, I loved, you know, our, like watching the struggles and the stories of America. But it was my first time feeling like a patriot, feeling like, uh, like uh, feeling an, like the idea of being an American, like more so than anything else was like, I'm an American. And I remember a lot of my classmates, you know, talk about this as well. And, and they grew up and, and they helped to go serve in the military and help fight in the wars that we got involved in after nine 11. And as controversial as they are and as controversial, all of that is um, can be for certain people. Look at the end of the day, those were your fellow neighbor, friend, family member that made the decision to go out there and fight for what they believed in was to be a patriot and, and fight against these foes that had attacked your neighbor, your friend, your family member, you know, and they believed in that cause and they believed in, in the self-sacrifice and, and fighting for that cause. And, you know, I the, the, the war after the fact has this like, big negative ramification or not ramification, but just thought process that goes through it from both political sides. And, you know, I think sometimes it takes a day like today to remember, like it was kind of hard at the time, you know, was there a lot of misinformation? Yeah, of course. Did we go against like later, like in the future, looking back, you know, we, we went after the wrong people. We wasted a lot of time, a lot of things. There were a lot of flaws in the systems including on the day of the events that led up to, to 9-11. There was a, a massive issues within government and, and after the choices and just mismanagement of funds. And yeah, you can look at all of that, right? But ultimately, it was the idea and the fundamental of like the fact that America was attacked. And, and that's just something that you know cannot be forgiven. And it makes me think about our, this current pandemic that we're going through. And... Um, how essentially this isn't again this isn't a uh, a nation that attacked us this isn't anything of that nature but no different than terrorists that are attacking America this is a a, a disease and there are many of them that that uh, many people lose their lives against but it's a disease that infiltrated America and it infiltrated all aspects of what makes America the country that it's known to be. And has completely eradicated it. And there's other diseases as well that we can talk about. You know, fundamental diseases of like um, issues that that arise from racism and and uh, income inequalities and all of these things. Of course, we could all talk about that. But I'm just talking about the thing right now that is really on everyone's mind more so than everything else. Like everything is 
very important and deserves its own time to be talked about. But really, um, COVID-19 is still a thing and it's still affecting people. I sadly had to read today and, and I felt bad. And I, I wrote this on my Facebook today that, and you know, sometimes I, yesterday I talked about the fact of just how I want to get away from social media and, and, and how I feel like I, uh, I don't think it's, it's healthy for anyone, but sometimes it has its benefits. And, and one of those benefits is sharing information that I probably would have never known because I just don't stay in contact with this person. I apologize to this person. And I wrote a very um, heartfelt message from myself uh, uh, because I I only know of one other person in my life that has lost the equivalence of what this person went through in such a short amount of time. And actually she happens to be one of my best female friends. Um, But I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak her name. I'm not going to speak this individual's name either, but this person I'm talking about, I had to read on Facebook today that, and I uh, saw them a lot when I was working at Marquee, the nightclub I used to work at. He was a, a independent host that would come in and, and, and take care of his guests that he would have. And I would see him a lot at the club because it was just, you know, we both did the same type of job, but I actually worked for Marquee and he had a contract to uh, bring clients to Marquee. And I would see him every single weekend and I remember the first time I met him, he was always a nice guy, always had a smile on his face. Every time I, I said something, whether it was funny or wanting to know a little bit more information, he always had this personality that was always like uplifting. It, I, I never bumped into this person and felt like, you know, there was, there was a, not a time that I, like, I felt like I was bothering him. Even when I knew that he was busy, like it was just great to just like be around him. And he was always a welcoming individual not that he was like at like a, a super high level. We were both kind of like in equal platforms. Um, but the way that he just handled himself was both very professionally and like welcoming as well. And you could just tell that he had such a, a great upbringing. And I brought that up in my post. I, I said that, um, you know, I, I, I find it very unfortunate that I didn't get to know him that well. I would cross paths with him. We would have small talk. We would hang out. We would grab drinks. We'd have funny moments. We would get drunk uh, or I would get drunk and uh, he would uh, he would just be there to entertain his guests. And he was always just super nice. He was just always like, you know, would always say hello. And even like to me, who I wasn't like a, a friend of his, but I saw like even with his friends, he was just a great guy was always super helpful and he would do his best to help people out. And, um, you know, seeing that this person lost his mother today and um, not too long before that, he lost his brother to COVID-19. Not to anything else but COVID-19. There's no... Um, uh, conspiracies here or anything of that nature. This is someone I know that personally lost, had to see his mother be on a ventilator for so long before she passed away. And um, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to get emotional. I got emotional when I, when I, when I saw that. And again, this is not a person that I was close to, but I could just empathize with where he was because my best female friend, when this happened to her, this is, this happened a while ago. Um, but, 
you know, and it wasn't because of a, a, a disease like, like COVID-19, but it, it, same story. She lost her father and then shortly afterwards lost her brother and, 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 and a, a short amount of time from like two different things. And I like, I was there for her and I saw how, how painful that was for her and, 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 and coping with something like that to this day, it's been a, a struggle every single day. And I, I can't blame her. You know, I, I like, I get emotional and I get selfish when I think about it towards me, like what I would do if I lost my mother tomorrow and a few months later lost my only brother, my only birth brother. And I don't, I don't even know how to process it. It would, I would devastate me. It, it would just be, I don't even know. It's just like, it's not, it's something I don't even want to entertain. I know it's a reality. I know it's a reality, right? We all know it's a reality. We're going to lose our loved ones eventually. It's, it's just the, the thing of life right now is that we can't cure death yet. We, we haven't figured it out. And so in some time period, uh, this is going to be a reality for, for everyone. And it, it sucks. It sucks. But due to something like this, it, it makes it even worse. I feel like, because that patriotism that we had as Americans during 9-11, we, I feel like we lost that. We've lost this, this value towards caring for one another and, and fighting and, and believing and fighting one foe, and that's COVID-19. Like, fuck COVID-19. We're all Americans. Let's get rid of this disease and let's do what it takes to get rid of it. We did that same thing for terrorists that we didn't see that caused... 5,000 plus people to pass away. This disease inadvertently, whether directly or indirectly, has caused the deaths of well over 190,000 people. Whether you want to get into this idea of, you know, is it the, the main thing that caused the death for these people or did it just exasperate some other medical condition that they were probably going to die from anyways? It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that it exasperated. It caused the the early death of this individual maybe they could have survived if they didn't get COVID-19 and yeah of course they probably had other health conditions but this didn't help the situation and ultimately caused their death or for the 9,000 people so far that's been reported out of the 194,000 people that have died strictly directly from COVID-19 yeah that sounds like a small number that's still double the amount of people that have passed away from 9-11 right and 9-11 9-11 has been this super, and, and no one's going to forget where they were, uh, you know, no one's going to forget COVID-19, but I feel like a lot of us are going to forget that moment when it really impacted us, like where we were at, right? That one moment, like how 9-11, I feel like COVID-19 is going to go down in history as like one of those things that we're just going to forget about after a decade or so, just like the financial crisis of 2008 and how it impacted so many people and so many people lost their homes, filed for bankruptcy, their credit went to shit. After that, after those events caused massive levels of income inequality and, 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 um, I, I feel like just a lot of people just forgot about it, right? How students now have massive levels of student loan debt. It, it's a lot harder now in the professional career path as a college student, like where you're going to be going and trying to make that decision. But it, it was forgotten. It's not like a national narrative. It's talked about here and there as, as like, uh, as bullet points or a, a political, talking point to get you elected and then you do absolutely nothing with that information. Um, but you know, nine 11 has every single year stuck through every nine 11. We remember those people that passed away due to terrorists that chose on that day to, 
to do all the harm to us and and the amount of people and after the fact that have passed away due to the events of 9-11 all those people that i personally know that passed away serving overseas in the military or the people i don't know that you know trying to be heroes on that day now have passed away due to the 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 heroic event like choices that they, they chose to make during that day um I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think about it and I, I think about my friend that lost his loved ones and it makes me wonder, like, I know it, it's not none of you guys directly that, that caused that to him, but I feel like inadvertently those choices that you're not making to try to protect people that are vulnerable from COVID-19 and you, and you think to yourself, cause I know a lot of my listeners are, are around my age group They're and, and you know, thirties isn't safe. Uh, but I mean, the people are, are feeling like they're super safe. Anyone younger than me is, is living their life as if COVID-19 didn't exist and taking complete advantage of the moment right now. And, you know, I, I asked myself the question, like if I were 20 in their shoes, not, not a parent, not in a relationship, single, what would I have done? And I, I feel like a part of me probably would have been just as stupid. And, and done something stupid like this until I saw the ramifications of how my choice or how other people that made the same choice as I did affected them and their families. And then I know myself, I would probably pause and look at that because I'm empathetic of people. I'm empathetic towards other people. Sometimes even when I was younger and I would make stupid choices, if I saw that stupid choice affect someone else negatively, I would stop and think and reflect on like what I did. And I feel like because of that, even though I was stupid when I was younger and I've done a lot of stupid things, I feel like because I've always had that instilled in me that I've grown up to become more and more empathetic towards the idea of like my neighbor and caring for people and not judging people because of like what their perspectives are and, and trying my hardest to just be a, a, a wholesome individual that just really believes in and and caring for people and that not I don't need to hurt people in my life to to get to where I want to be at in life. And you know, I feel like we're deviating away from that as society, right? But then 9/11 comes back and and brings that into mind every single year for people and brings them into that spot. But why can't we just why can't 9/11 just be every single day? And I'm not talking about the events of 9/11. I'm just talking about how we as people got together and and chose to to make the hard decisions to fight a common foe and and eradicate this shit once and for all. Like this isn't cancer. This isn't some other disease that we just don't know how to get rid of. The science is there. Look, social distance, wear a mask. I and I know what you might argue it's like none of this stuff really makes sense. It does though. Like how do you get sick? You get sick because someone else got you sick. That's it, right? So if you minimize your exposure to someone else, you're not going to get sick. And if you don't get sick, you can't infect someone else, right? And so unless your job really dictates that, unless like you really need to work, right? Take the necessary precautions. Don't go to your 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 coworkers. Get up close to them. Make that space. Create that space. You don't need to be up close to them. You can send them an email. If you need to chat with them, chat even if they're in the cubicle next to you, just chat with them over the phone over a system, right? Still trying to maintain as much social distance as possible because we know ultimately these are the things that are going to slowly get this disease to disappear. And I feel like 
more and more people are doing that because these numbers are trending down. But still, like we have holidays coming up. We have the winter coming up. We have flu season coming up. A lot of things that are, are going to make this, this is going to be the most challenging time in America is these next few months, right? Just remember 9-11 every single day moving forward. Like remember the, the sacrifices that people made after the events of 9-11. Remember the sacrifices of people that passed away to show us like, hey, get past yourself for a second. Stop thinking about just you. There are people that passed away not because of a choice of their own, but because some fuckers chose to crash planes into their building that day and ruined their lives and ruined their lives for their family and loved ones, right? It's the exact same thing with this as well. It's like I, I, I'm seeing stories of people that have gotten infected because other people have chosen to be reckless with the decisions that they make because they feel ultimately it doesn't matter. It's not impacting me. Why does it matter to for for other people as well? And I think that's wrong. I think that's 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 wrong in society. And I'm not asking for the country to shut down. I'm not asking for any of that. I know from studying economics and studying finance, you know, I understand what what it means to keep the system running. Like if you don't keep the system running, that could ultimately end up being worse for society than this pandemic ultimately in the in the long run. But we have to navigate a balance. There has to be a balance towards Look, maintain your social distance, maintain washing your hands, maintain wearing a mask if you're ever outside of your home and going into a public area and keep your distance from people, right? You can do that and still manage to have some level of economics and commerce exist. Will it be slower? Yes, but you don't need to completely shut it down. And I, I, I'm, I'm for managing a proper way of educating businesses to to manage with current knowledge of the events to keep accommodating their businesses around this disease until it's gone. When it's gone, we all go back to our lives, not forgetting these events because I feel like that's another problem with Americans and, and with people in general is that we forget these events and we allow them to repeat in the future. No, it, it needs to stop. We need to... Look, history is boring. I get that. But when this history impacts your life or the life of, of other people, make that history history worth learning about and remembering. Because like ultimately, at the end of the day, there are, are a lot of other aspects of history. If you choose not to learn it, fine. By all means, don't learn it. If you learn it, you'll, you'll actually be very surprised to see how a lot of these events aren't new and they are repeated and how you can protect yourself from them. But if you don't want to do that, fine. If it's only about you and how it affects your loved ones, just learn those things. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I just, to, to see, like, to, to remember 9-11 and then to see, like, you know, this news of someone that I, I, I know but didn't share a strong relationship with, but to see that they ha have to go through this kind of, struggle because of a pandemic that just didn't need to evolve in such a way like it did in this country it just is, is troubling because that could that could that could be you and your loved ones that could be anyone else this isn't a story it's not made up it's not like a news event it's not a number this is someone that i know that has gone through this and i've known already enough people that have already contracted the disease in one way or the other and you know they're living, 
And I, I don't think I've met someone yet that has like that I know that's passed away from it personally. But you know, and I don't think I've met someone that knows someone close to them that's passed away from COVID yet. But this is my first time being exposed to that. And I, and even though I'm not close to this person in any way, it it hurt me emotionally for them because I know what they're going through right now. I don't. I mean, I've never been in that position, but I saw that through my best friend so many years ago, and um, I told him, you know, I, I just always remember that that your mom and that your brother lived through you because of the type of person that you are. We get to see that forever. Like I. I I know that his his mom and brother were great people because I see the type of person that he is. And that's why it hurt me too with my best female friend when when it happened to her. Um, because I I know the type of person that she is. She's such a great person, so nice, so loving, and she was always that like that for everyone. And so it let me know that people just don't grow up to be that way. They're taught that, they're raised that way. You're raised to be that that type of person. And so I know that a part of of who she is as a person, it comes from these people that passed away. And and I I remember when she lost her father and I spoke, I, I her family didn't even know who I was. Um but I spoke. I spoke um on that day when all of her family got together to to remember her her father. And I spoke and I and I said the same thing that I said to my friend uh, today was, look, who you are as a person, I will always, I've never met your father and I've never met this person's mom or brother, but I, I, I have met them at the same time because who they are as individuals are is strongly from, they've inherited from the rate, the way that their loved ones raised them. And so I've been fortunate enough to, to be surrounded by people like that, that are great and it and it's it just sucks to see them have to go through something like this and and for this friend that's going through it right now it just reminds me of just like how i feel like people just aren't taking this serious when they when they need to we took the events of 911 serious cuz they were so vivid we saw those planes crash right we saw the people jumping out of the building and and with something like this pandemic you you don't see that kind of event like the 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 visual of it but Look, we're we're seeing the effects of it all the time. It's probably not pl- buildings exploding or or people jumping out of a, a smoke filled building or or people running into uh, all this smoke and and trying to rescue people and all this mayhem. But it's a it's the same thing. It's just not the visuals aren't there. So let's just get together and and. Fight this fucking disease. The disease. Let's get rid of it. Anyways, I, I just wanted uh, I just wanted to bring that up uh, today. As as always, uh, a reminder why I don't do Fun Fact Fridays. It feels like every Friday is just one of these like reminders of just why you should appreciate what you have in life. You know, call your relatives, tell them how much you love them. Um, you know, if you have them around you, give them hugs, tell your wives, tell your husbands, tell your kids, right? We don't know when our day is coming and, and, um, because it, it could be any second and it's just, I'm always reminded of that, uh, you know, and, and my, 
my Fridays seem to just be those dates that are just are there to just remind me that we're not as invincible and as smart as we think we might be, that it could happen to any of us at any day. So, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to me today, and I look forward to talking to you guys manana. Love you guys. Peace. Bye.